The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said to them, Doubtless you will quote to me this proverb, Physician, heal yourself. What we have heard you did at Capernaum, do here in your hometown as well. And he said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is acceptable in his hometown. But in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heavens were shut up three years and six months, and a great famine came over all the land. And Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath, in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When they heard these things, all in the synagogue were filled with wrath, and they rose up and drove him out of town and brought him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built so that they could throw him down the cliff. But passing through their midst, he went away. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. 942 years ago, this January, the Holy Roman Emperor, Henry IV, stood barefoot outside a Tuscan castle called Canosa. For three days and three nights, waiting to be forgiven by Pope Gregory VII. While Italian winters are probably not as cold as upper Midwest winters, standing outside for three days in your bare feet has to be miserable. Well, excommunicated by the Pope, the Emperor was seeking to get inside not only the castle, but also the church. And after those three days, the emperor was forgiven and let back into both. And I'm sure coming inside had never felt better for the emperor. Well, today's gospel has Jesus start inside the synagogue only to be dra dragged outside the city to a cliff. The roller coaster of admiration and hatred was based on the idea that those in the synagogue were insiders of God's kingdom, and everyone else were outsiders. 
after Jesus reads and interprets the scripture, they think that he's going to lead the charge of casting outside all the Romans and all the sinners from Israel. In their minds, Jesus has come back to his hometown as the hometown hero to validate that they're the insiders and everyone else, everyone else is an outsider. However, when Jesus brings up the stories of Elijah and Elisha, things change because those two particular stories are about outsiders, about Gentiles. Elijah went to go serve the widow in Sidon, a place of outsiders. And then Elisha had Naaman come to him to be healed. But Naaman, of course, is a Gentile, an outsider. Jesus was like Elijah and Elisha, serving outsiders. But we must remember, he's speaking precisely to those who think they're insiders. Jesus enrages everyone in the synagogue because he declares them to be outsiders. He says they're just like the Gentiles. Now they believe themselves as God's chosen ones, as insiders of God's plan of salvation, but Jesus today reveals that Jews or Gentiles are the same. Everyone is an outsider, and Jesus is the only insider. Now, no one wants to be an outsider today, especially like weather that we have here. In fact, even if you love winter like myself, there's nothing better than coming inside after a long day in the snow to enjoy a hot cup of cocoa. But of course, Jesus is not just talking about physical proximity. There are other outsiders, like the lonely and unloved. See, if you're lonely, there's nothing better than the welcome of a joyful community. Or if you are unloved, there's nothing better than a friend's warm embrace. And as a sinner, there's nothing better than the restoration with God and your neighbor through the forgiveness of sins. See, we all know what it's like to be an outsider because we all know what sin does. And whether you are an outsider because of sins you've committed or because of sins committed against you or a combination of both, it doesn't matter for Jesus. If we're all outsiders, then we all have the same chance of becoming insiders through Christ. Whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, sinner or righteous, Jesus says everyone can become into the kingdom of God through him. Jesus is the only insider who became an outsider for us so that you can enter into his kingdom. At the end of the Gospel of Luke, another crowd drags Jesus out of town, but not to a cliff, but to a hill, Calvary to hang on a cross. And while Jesus hangs on the cross, another outsider hangs next to him and says to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. This outsider, this thief, knows and believes that Jesus won't die as an outsider, but rather because he is the Son of God, he will be ushered into the kingdom of God. And Jesus responds, Today you will be with me in paradise. 
thus making the thief an insider. Through Jesus' death as an outsider, everyone can come inside. The only thing you need is repentance. The acknowledgement that you are an outsider because of your sin, and you want in. And the acknowledgement that Jesus is the only insider who wants you to join him. Jesus as the only insider, in a way, is lonely for you. And wants you to love him back. In a way, he knows what it's like to be lonely and unloved. And he doesn't want anyone to be in that position because it's miserable. Jesus died and rose again so that everyone is in and no one is left outside. Now for the baptized, we have experienced the joy of what it means to come from the outside to the inside. We who have been baptized into Christ know what it means to live in Christ. And being inside Christ, we see everyone through the lens of Christ, through the eyes of Christ. So we see everyone on the outside through Christ's desire for them, through his mercy and compassion given to them. So we say, I know what it's like to be outside, and it's miserable. Let us go into Christ. There, the fire of the Holy Spirit will warm us, and the feast God prepares for us will enliven us into eternal life. A life of joy and abundance. So for all of us, there are no worries. There's always room in Christ. Each one of us simply acknowledges how miserable it is to be outside and how nice it is to come into Christ to experience the forgiveness of sins, love, and real mercy. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.